Hello. Before we get into the podcast, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review is the best way to get the podcast out there. Also, the doors to my one-on-one coaching program are open. So if you're looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier behind the chair, then this program is for you. And yes, it is completely customizable. All you have to do is click on my link in bio on Instagram at shelby.bettencore and fill out the form or just simply send me a DM and I'm happy to guide you through it. So without further ado, let's get to the podcast. Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hairstylist Podcast. This is the podcast for the stylist who wants to work their magic behind the chair and make more money, all without sacrificing their health both mentally and physically. I'm your host, Shelby Bancourt. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Happy Healthy Hairstylist. I am here with my friend, Marissa. Marissa is actually my facialist. Um, she is like my first consistent facialist I've ever had in my life. And let me tell you, she has changed my life when it comes to skincare and understanding skincare and all of the things. She is amazing and she is such a beautiful soul. I always say that she is like a Disney character. She is so sweet and so nice and I just love her so much. So Marissa, Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Shelby. I'm so honored and happy to be on here. You are awesome in every way. <laughs> so Marissa, for the listener, who are you and what do you do? So my name is Marissa Roque, and I am originally from New York, and I moved to Miami a few years ago. Um, I am an esthetician. Should we pause it? Sorry. Okay, my name is Marissa Roque, and I'm originally from New York. I'm an esthetician, and I work at Flawless by Melissa Fox in Coral Gables in Miami, and I work on faces all day, making everyone look more flawless. Yes, I love that. And you know, it's it's so funny because like every time I see the word flawless, I think of you guys, and it's such a good like... I don't know, like to be described as flawless, like, oh, it's so empowering. Yes, we are very blessed to be able to do what we do every day. Absolutely. And um, so the reason why I wanted to have you on here, Marissa, is I feel like for my listeners, my listeners are hairstylists and like we, as being an like being an esthetician and being in skincare, it's a lot like being a hairstylist. Like you have, we have like the same problems and we have the same questions, but I really want to dive deeply on like your, how you've changed my life in, um, as far as skincare and dive into a little bit more knowledge behind your skincare and about like behind like healthy eating with skincare. So before we start doing that, I want to know, like, what got you into skincare? Like, why, why skincare? Um, oh, that's a great question. I grew up, um, my mom has always been into health and skincare and beauty and taking care of your, um, your skin. She says it's, you know, your face is the first thing people see. So it's very important that you always take care of it early on. It's always better, preventative so um, than later. So she got me on to a skincare routine when I was about 13. I just, you know, learned by 
at that point, maybe a little bit of force, but to take <laughs> care of my skin was important. And then as I got older, um, we actually went to aesthetic school together, my mom and I, and I just fell in love with it. It a, was so fascinating to me about all the things you could do to clear up your skin and make it look brighter. Um, and I also love just how much the industry is always changing and evolving. There's always new technology, new treatments, new products and things that, you know, you can always continue learning. And it's a way that I get to help people every day, men and women, um, take care of their skin and just feel more confident and more, you know, comfortable going out in the world. My favorite thing is when clients, you know, maybe had acne and never felt comfortable without makeup to text me and tell me that, you know, they don't need makeup anymore. They feel comfortable just looking natural and that it just helps them, you know, every day just have more of a boost. And it, it definitely keeps me going and be excited about skincare. Oh my God. I love that. And I am that person. I am that person that was like, I need foundation. I need all the things. And now I'm like, <laughs> I don't even want to put on mascara. I'm like, it's so much. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's such a good feeling. Yes. And okay. So let's talk about like you starting your skincare routine at 13. Like first off, how lucky are you to have someone who cared? Like, I don't know. I remember my mom like popping pimples <laughs> in, <laughs> in the mirror, like doing all the things that you're not supposed to do. But she would tell me like, oh, don't, don't pick your face. Don't pop your pimples. But I would see her doing it. And uh -huh. like, I remember when I turned 20, my aunt gave me eye cream and I was like, are you are you calling me old? Like, oh my, like, it was hard enough for me. I don't know why I was like, the Shelby now is like, oh my God, you're only 20. You were a baby. Like, but like, ha, um, tell me what, what was the first thing that she had you do at 13? So maybe like if we have moms who are listening here, what they could do with their kids to like implement a little bit of skincare. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's, it's a great uh, habit to teach, uh, even if at that age, for me, I did not have any trouble with my skin um, at, at a young age. So she gave me just like a simple routine of a cleanser, um, a toner just to hydrate and balance, and a moisturizer with SPF. She also did give me an eye cream. I don't know how often I used it, but those are my, you know, four things. Um, and then from there, as I got maybe a few years older, we added like a scrub and a mask just to help with any little blackheads that started forming. But I actually do have moms that bring in, you know, message me and bring in their kids at about 13. Usually it's at that time, maybe they're starting to see a little bit of blackheads like in their nose or a little bit of the forehead. So I just like recommend to keep it really simple and just gentle. You know, I don't really suggest that they start using anything with acids or anything um, too strong at that age, um, unless of course, they they did get acne super young, um, then that might be a different case. But yeah, just tell them, teach them a habit to start taking care of their skin. They want to copy their mom. They want to copy the older women in their life. So it's a good example to set. Absolutely. And just like the SPF, like I didn't know as a kid, like how important it was, especially for our face. Like I'd put SPF everywhere else, but my face. <laughs> and it's just like it's a lack true. of knowledge. So yeah. a simple cleanser, toner, moisturizer, and SPF. Yes. And if, if maybe the toner, like that many steps is a lot, I even tell, you know, moms, they can even skip on the toner and just cleanse and moisturize with sunscreen. That's like 
I'm happy with that. Awesome. So um, let's talk a little bit about um, maskne. I feel like maskne is a thing and it's acne under your mask because we live in this crazy world where now we have to cover our face and I mean, as gross as it is, most people don't wash their masks <laughs> and like we all do it. We, we go to restaurants, we take off our mask, we put it on the table. We don't even think about it. And then we put this right back onto our face after we ate, we didn't brush our teeth. So like it's bound to get bacteria in it. And like, I've witnessed yep. it being in the salon and working all day with this thing on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it gets annoying, but. Yes, masking is the new skincare phenomena. I feel like I hear that almost every day with a, a client coming in. Help, I have masked Um, So yes, it is something that we have to address now, part of our everyday living. Um, so a couple of tips or to understand what masking is first. Technically, it's called acne mechanica would be the technical term. And that's just acne caused by friction. Um, in this case, it's the friction of the mask, like constantly rubbing on the skin and just touching and sitting above it all day, um, as well as the sweat and heat that builds up um, on the skin surface from just breathing in. Um, that creates some more blackheads or oils and um, impurities to form. And so in some cases, I'm seeing people getting actual pimples. Um, I'm also seeing some people get irritated, like a rash of some sort or just dryness. So you can be on both sides of the spectrum, but the most common is those stubborn breakouts. So how you can help it. Um, yes, you don't want to be putting on a dirty mask. Number one, you hit that one, Shelby. Um, <laughs> I would recommend if it's possible to avoid the disposable mask, uh, the paper mask. A lot of people think those would be the best option because you could just throw it out every day and grab a new one. Um, but if, you are not required to wear that form of a mask. I think the best materials are satin or silk. We actually use silk masks in our um, office and we love them. Uh, they could take it a little bit of an adjustment in the beginning if you to breathe in, but once you get used to it, they are much better on your skin um, and you should wash them daily. I buy like, I have a, a lot of colors, just a set, just because I know myself, I'm not going to, you know, be good about always washing it. So if you have maybe a week's worth, then hey, you only need to wash them once a week because you have about seven. What um, should you, um, sorry to interrupt you, but what should you good. wash them with? So I would suggest just a gentle cleaner, something without fragrance. Um, I hand wash mine and I hang them dry, cold water. Um, so yeah, I just have like a non-comedogenic, um, fragrance-free, gentle uh, detergent. You can also buy a, like a silk cleaner they sell. Um, mm -hmm. I just wouldn't put it into the washing machine and I wouldn't use like hand soap or anything like that. So as long as it's fragrance free, really gentle, or even your face wash. Some people, I, my clients use their face wash. That's what I've been doing. I just use a little bit of my face wash and I hand wash it and I just hang it on the shower to dry. Perfect, that's exactly what you should do. And yeah, always want a fresh one on the skin. Um, is really, really good. Um, but now with some of our clients um, who work in healthcare or certain jobs, we're seeing, you know, you're required to wear the N95 and face shields and a whole lot. So we understand if you can't switch to a silk or satin mask. So in that case, I would just 
make sure that you do have a new mask while you're working um, in the hospital or, or healthcare environment. Also, I would keep what you wear underneath it really simple. So I would not recommend any kind of makeup while you're wearing your mask. Um, also, just keep a simple routine like cleanse and a lightweight hydrating moisturizer or hydration serum is really helpful. Um, you can also bring a toner with you to work, um, like a calming toner throughout the day and just kind of refresh the mask area, either spray it or you know wipe with a little cotton. So those are all ways that can help for sure. And when you get home, I would ice your skin just to reduce any inflammation and keep everything cold that you apply. Mm. So those are, those are definitely some things that you can do every day. Absolutely. Um, so when you say ice, do you, like, I know that you use these like metal, like, um, tools, but can someone just use like a regular, like ice cube? Totally. Um, for example, I was at my mom's house the other day, so I didn't have my, those are called cryo sticks we sell. They are amazing. They look like jumbo spoons, but it feels amazing on your skin. Um, but I didn't have that with me. So I just went in her freezer and she had one of those just larger ice cubes. And I just put a little paper towel around it and just kind of pad that around my skin. I prefer the paper towel so it's not like melting on you, but you could literally just, you know, roll an ice cube around the skin as well if you don't mind getting a little wet. <laughs> <laughs> and every day you suggest like it's okay? Every day, morning and night, I would definitely include icing. It also tightens your pores, it reduces redness. So it has a lot of benefits. And should you do that like down your neck and on your chest or just your like cheek area? I mean, you can do it, totally do it all over. You could do your chest, neck and face. Technically, we should treat our chest area and neck as part of the face. So everything you do on the face, you know, brings down through that area. Yeah. Treat that delicate skin. Absolutely. I mean, it's so funny because it is skin and it is like, you can tell that when someone's like older, if they've had like work done on their face, because uh -huh. if their neck doesn't match, like, <laughs> oh my God, that's like my biggest like thing. I'm like, Your oh my fear. God, I gotta like touch my neck and like go down. Like I was listening to a podcast and they were saying like, um, as women, we should do our skincare from the top of our forehead to our nipple and yep. the tops of our hands as well. Because when you're at 100%. dinner, that's what people, I mean, they're not going to see your nipple, but like if you're showing cleavage, <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I don't know, maybe in Miami, they might see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. In Miami, you never know. But yes, I heard a term that it's, I think stuck with me. It's called take it to the tits. So bring all your skincare down. Uh, I thought that was pretty clever. I love that. Uh, take it to the tits, ladies. Yeah, it's true. No, oh it's God. very true. I also really see on chest, um, especially here in Miami, a lot of sun damage. Because I feel like women are more, con you know, good about sunscreen on their face, but then just neglect everywhere else. So mm -hmm. try not to forget that. Yeah, absolutely. I know when I like lay out, I'm like, oh, I have my hat on. I'm good. But like my chest will get burnt. And I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> I whatever. Know. It's true. It's true. We have to remember that area. <laughs> um. So, okay, remember, like, put SPF on your chest, ladies, especially if you're showing some cleavage. It's just as yes. important. All um, over. And on the topic of sunscreen, it should be every day, not just, like, if you're going to the beach or sitting out. Even if it's raining or it's dark and cloudy, or even if you're inside near a window, like, 
there are UV rays that are hitting your skin. So to avoid skin cancer, premature aging, a little bit of everything, pigmentation, dark spots, wear your sunscreen. Absolutely. And that's something I never knew because um, in the salon, I always like to be by the window and like I'm by the window right now. And I just love feeling the sun, maybe because I'm a Leo, like I just love the sun. I'm so attracted to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I never like associated that I should be wearing SPF inside. I, I was like, oh, I'm not getting tan, so I don't need it. Mm-hmm. It's true. That's definitely a big misconception. Um, but yeah, every day, no matter what, rain, shine, summer, winter, even inside or outside, I would recommend putting on your sunscreen. What about, like, I know that um, with clients, I always tell them if they're under like um, certain lights at their office or at work, and I know more people are working from home now, but if you're under like UV lights, it's going to affect your hair color because it can actually like oxidize and make your hair color like a little more brassy or like whatever. Oh, wow. Do mm-hmm. you feel that with like skincare that some sort of light? Yeah, like blue light and yes, technology, definitely. It can create something. There's something in our environment called free radicals and that attacks us all day from pollution, from yes, these blue lights and everything. So having sunscreen and antioxidants in your skincare are important, like vitamin C, for example. Um, Everyone raves about that. The reason is it's a type of uh, vitamin that you can apply that works to kind of fight off that kind of free radical damage. So there are a lot of ingredients out there and things in skincare, like your serum detent from Biologique that you have, mm-hmm. that has blue light technology to work to fight and protect your skin. I so, love yeah, that. Absolutely. So skincare is super important. And Marissa uses this amazing line, Biologique. And I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. <laughs> I don't pronounce it right either. It's French. I have a good French accent. It is like a game changer. It smells awful. And I think about it every single time <laughs> I put it on. And I remember when you first started using it on me, you were like, Shelby, you're going to hate the smell, but I promise it's going to be worth it. Um, what would be your like, okay, if you were stuck on an island and you could only bring three products what would they be? Oh, that's a tricky one because I have like a hundred. No. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'd say a cleanser. So my favorite cleanser would be Lay VIPO2. That'd be great at an island. Um, it's a milky cleanser that does not foam from Biologique Recherche. That's my best pronunciation. Um, and that one works to help with the um, pollution uh, type of particles that we talked about to fight that and it's brightening. So, okay, always need to wash your face. So that's one. Number two would be lotion P50. Obsessed with that one (laughs) because that is a, they don't like us to call it a toner, but to keep it simple, it's like a toner that does a little of everything. Um, It exfoliates. So it gets rid of the dead skin cells um, on our surface of our skin. So it helps with dry skin, helps with breakouts, the mask, knee, blackheads, you name it. Just gives you a glow. So I would bring that. And number three, oh, that's hard. I need sunscreen. I, can I bring four? <laughs> a cream and sunscreen. There you go. Okay. A cream and sunscreen. What cream would you bring? <laughs> I would bring, uh, my favorite right now is cream PIGM 400. It gives you like an instant glow and brightness. 
So I would bring that <laughs> and I would be happy. I'm like thinking, I'm like, man, I need these. <laughs> or do I have these? Oh my God. Um, can I get those now? Exactly. Um, so let's dive into what really changed, like as much as like products have changed the game in my skincare journey, let's talk about the, like the, um, the food aspect. Let's talk about water because I am like a huge fan of drinking water and like I've never been more obsessed with it than now. And you really changed that with me. Like um, us talking through it because I've all, like I've been going to you for what, three years now? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And it, the first year and a half, yes, I was getting results, but it changed when I started drinking water and changing my diet. That's when like my skin, like I was using good products. I was following all the rules, but internally I wasn't following the rules. I was eating whatever the hell I wanted because I was whatever I work out. I'd work off the, that cookie or the cake or, you know, the fried food. So can we dive into the importance of nutrition? Absolutely. Um, I think nutrition and skincare, I mean, a lot of people think that only just having the perfect skincare routine will forever change their skin, which yes, it is a huge important factor. And I always want to know what skincare people are using and correcting that and customizing that because our skin changes all the time. But aside from what we do topically, um, having healthy skin is really like a 360. It's really a lifestyle of what you're also putting in your body and what you're eating, what you're drinking, sleeping, you name it. Everything really affects um, kind of your glow on the outside. So with having healthy skin, yeah, we really need to have um, avoid inflammation in our, in our bodies. And so much of our diet, um, fried foods and um, processed foods creates just a lot of inflammation that can create more acne, dryness, and all these like kind of skin concerns you're experiencing. So I like to stress, although I'm not a nutritionist, I just like to stress trying to have a colorful diet as much as you can, trying to have as much whole foods as you can, more rainbow, the better. Um, so I think we talked about this, like I always make a green smoothie every morning. Um, I found that recipe from a nutritionist named Kimberly Snyder. I love it. Um, it's called the glowing green smoothie. And I think that's really important to start your day with. Um, water is for sure a big, uh, important aspect to keep your skin and your body hydrated. You've been really good at that. Yeah, I think you drink, what, a gallon a day? I do. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes, I always try to bring, like, have water with you everywhere you go. I mean, I think that might be your secret, too, to drinking mm -hmm. it at the salon all day. Um, to have a, Do you bring one of those big gallon water bottles, or how do you so I have hydrated? Um, I have a half gallon, because a gallon is, like, excessive for me to be carrying around. So um, I make it a goal that before I get to work, I almost finish my half gallon. So all I have to worry about at work is the, like, other half. And oh, wow, amazing. Yeah. So rather, like, I tried the whole gallon thing, but it was, it was almost like I didn't want to carry it with me, where the half gallon made me feel a little bit better. Um, yeah. But when, what is the, the glowing green 
juice smoothie. Okay. <laughs> so the glow I want to know. <laughs> um, the glow and green smoothie is okay. I'll tell you the ingredients a little bit. So you put water, um, you put romaine lettuce, um, spinach, kale. It's a whole lot of greens. Uh, water, spinach, kale, uh, romaine. There's celery, and now I've been adding a yellow beet um like I'll, I'll peel it and slice it up ginger mm -hmm. like fresh ginger um cilantro and or parsley and that's all my greens and then to have fruit in there i put a banana apple a pear and then squeeze a juice of one lemon and then you can also add like any type of pro like powder so I personally like the vital protein collagen powders because it's tasteless and it's really good for your hair, skin, and nails. So you can throw that in there or some chia seeds or flax seeds, any kind of, you know, I've even put bee pollen, things that you don't taste, but just add a little bit more nutritional value. And you blend it all together and it makes two giant uh, like mason jars. So I have one and I give my fiance one. And honestly, it's pretty filling. It's my breakfast kind of up until lunch. And you have a lot of energy from it. And it really is good for your skin because it's packed with just tons of vitamins and um, things that are going to reduce that acidity in our bodies that can create kind of different um, skin problems. So it, it can be an acquired taste, but blend it up really, really good. And just tell yourself it's good for you. And eventually you will love it. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's like a whole mindset thing. Like, you know, I'm big on like the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. And a lot of times like we can associate um, pain with good things. So like this yeah. may not taste good, but if we're constantly telling ourselves like this is good for us, you will develop a a, an acquired taste for it. Like 100%. I crave ginger shots. And when I first tried a ginger shot, I was like, oh my God, this is awful. And I still make the face. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hold your nose. <laughs> exactly. It's still like a tequila shot to me where you can't like not make a face. <laughs> but like I've learned to really like that, that bitterness that, well, not in the, the spiciness and the ginger, but like the bitterness of like I drink celery juice every, every day. Love it. Yeah. Oh, and it's just like. I like to do it on an empty stomach and now I'm like learning to like pre do my juices. Okay. So I don't have to like make it every morning because it's, oh, it's such a chore to like, yeah. and the cleanup. <laughs> oh, the cleanup it, it is, is the worst. Like, we will admit that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why haven't we created something better? Like something that's easier. <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe like a self cleaning juicer. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Maybe you're oh. onto something, Chelsea. <laughs> I know. Right. Hey, anyone who's listening, you want to make a self cleaning juicer? I will be your customer. <laughs> yes. Same here. Same it is here. a great idea. That is why I blend because I'm not very good with my juicer, but either option is amazing. So there's Whatever no, like, I, I don't know if there's like a nutritional difference between juicing and blending. Well, juicing, I mean, like the nutrients go straight to your, your, uh, what do you say, your cells, like your, your blood. I don't know what that would be, but anyway, you absorb the nutrients right away. Whereas like the smoothies, it, it has all the fiber, um, like the full veggies and fruits. I think it takes a little bit to digest it and then your body takes it in. 
Mm-hmm. So I I do the smoothie just because it also fills me up. But the juicing, I feel like I I would take it more like a a shot, like a just straight energy and straight like straight to the punch. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't sip on my juices. I like, yeah. <laughs> I get them down. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm gonna do this. And every I, I time, give credit though, I give credit. <laughs> every time I have the celery juice, I'm like, I just want chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm just gonna imagine it tastes like this. Exactly. I'm like, I'm having chicken wings after this, even though it's like 6 a.m. and I'm drinking celery. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so no, um. But- your health and what you eat and everything, every it really, it makes a difference in your skin. I really try to stress that to everyone. Like, think about what we're putting in our bodies. Um, if for some people, you know, maybe writing a food log helps because maybe you think you're not eating a lot of junk food, but then you write it down and realize, wow, I have dairy like four times a day. Or even if it's in, I have a fried food on a daily, but you know, it's good to know what you're ingesting. And you can change your lifestyle. You did. I mean, not that you ate. You didn't eat unhealthy, but you you told me, I think, when we first met, I told you you should have more fruits and vegetables. You were like, I don't like vegetables, so I have this powder. And that's my veggies. I was like, well, that's good, but you should try to expand. And look at you now. I know. So good. I mean, I can't. And I've seen your skin transform from it, too. For sure. It really has. Like, drinking water, um, I, I it stuck with me when you were like, hey, I can tell that you've been drinking more water because now your extractions are easier. Yeah. So um, can you explain a little bit about that? Like, what does that mean? Okay, so in a, in a facial, so I like to do extractions of any blackheads or any clogged pores. Um, so I always will check for that after we cleanse your skin. So someone who, yeah, if you're not hydrated, when I try to take out um, a clogged pore, like it's very stuck, like it's very hardened in the pore compared to someone that I can tell is, you know, having a lot of water, eating a little bit healthier, it seems to be a little bit more fluid and able to come out um, a bit easier. So yeah, you can definitely notice that difference for sure. Mm. Yeah, I, um, with all of my clients, when I tell them about you and I tell them about like my skincare journey, I'm like, you have to drink water because then your extractions, they won't hurt as much and (laughs) they'll come out. Like it's so much better. And like, it plays a big thing into like hair too. Like, um, for my hairstylist listening, like your clients, if they have bad hair, it usually stems down to their diet, to maybe any medications that they're on or their like eating habits or their lack of like water. Like we all see people who are very like dehydrated and you can see it in your skin, you can feel it in the hair and all of those things. It's like overall, what we put into our body is information for our body, right? Like you can agree with that, Marissa? Yeah, 100%. Whatever we put in, like it's, it's coming out in some way. So your body's out there telling you that you're putting a lot of crap in your body. And you know, that's why you're experiencing pain, breakout, you know, you name it. Um, so what we put on our body, we want to treat it like a temple. We want to treat it good. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. It will, it will come out one way or another. And we're not saying that you can't have cheat meals. We're not saying that you can't have like the bad things, the dairy, all of that, but there is going to be some sort of, 
you know, um, effect by having it. Like I, I am the biggest sweet tooth. I freaking love sweet, like all sweets, but I realized that over the years, my body can't handle dairy and I have to be very specific on like, if I'm going to have dairy, is it worth it? Yeah, like hundred percent. Cause it may or may not ruin my night. <laughs> <laughs> or it could yeah. ruin my week because I will have a huge breakout. I will have that ugly, yucky breakout if I want that pizza. And sometimes that pizza is like my mental thing. I'm like, All right, I, I freaking need this. Like, I'm I gonna wait out the pros Huh? You wait out the pros and cons, and it's still one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, you can still have your like your dairy, your bad foods, and all of that. But like anything, it should be in moderation and know that like if you are like if your focus is to get your skin clearer and have beautiful skin and not be a slave to makeup and have that healthy glow because it's a long term thing like your skin regimen is just like your body like it's it's a lifestyle like marissa had said so we need to learn how to take like make the healthy choices in our lives for that long-term result like mm-hmm. i don't spend money on makeup i spend my money on skincare <laughs> like yeah it's true it's so much better i feel more confident if i get stuck in the rain it's like whatever like maybe my mascara will like come off but like if I start sweating, I'm not worried about like the makeup running down my face. If like I wipe my face by accident, I'm not like, oh my God, it's going to be a huge like orange spot on my, like on my hand or whatever it. And it's just confidence overall. Like having beautiful skin is the best feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Skin first, makeup second. Exactly. You take care of your skin. Usually you don't need as much makeup or any. (laughs) Or any. Yeah. And it's just like enhancing your beauty. It's not defining your beauty. I feel like uh, I'm sure Marissa, you can agree with me. Everyone is beautiful. Like everyone has beautiful traits and us as cosmetologists and estheticians, we are just enhancing your beauty. We can't change like things. We are not plastic surgeons. But we can make you feel better on the inside and enhance your outside. And that's what's so beautiful about this industry is like we are doing so much more than popping pimples and (laughs) (laughs) I know exactly. It is it is very rewarding. It is great. So um I am curious if someone has um let's say someone has acne, like, you know, for my, my younger, we're going to do two different situations for my younger, um, audience. They're suffering with acne. They feel like they're slave to their skin. We're hairdressers. So we have to look good. Um, what do you think the biggest misconception about their skincare is that you could help them with? Um, Okay, well, first, you're not alone. So many women and men are experiencing, you know, having issues with hormonal acne, whether it's hormones, whether it's stress-induced, so many causes. So first off would be you're not alone. Um, You're beautiful regardless of having that pimple or not. Um, Second would be that try to have patience with your skin. And I know it's easier said than done, but no one has perfect skin. Like 
I think unfortunately with social media now and seeing celebrities looking perfect all the time and filters, I want to remind, yes, I want to remind people, those are filters. That is Photoshop. That is not real. It is very normal and it's natural to have pores, to have a blemish here and there to, you know, not have everything look porcelain. So I think number one is to maybe change your perspective on your goal and, and try not to have an unrealistic goal that you have to have this perfect skin 100% of the time because nobody does. I mean, I'm, I, my job and my life is all around skincare every day. And I suffer with getting random blemishes. Like right now, you see, well, you can't, I, I covered it up, but I have a pimple that was right there that was on the end of my chin. So, I mean, you're going to get a blemish. You're not going to have perfect skin hundred percent of the time. So I want, I want number one to try to like change that, that uh, goal that it has to be perfect all the time. So I think that's a big one. And another, um, another tip I can give you would just be try to every day, like make a ritual out of doing your skincare and try to love your skin in the process. I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but we, like you said, you're very big on believing like what we think about, what we talk about, you know, we're going to see in our lives. And I think that's another thing with acne. And if you feel a slave to bad skin, that's like all you're, you're thinking about all day long and it can consume you. And I understand I went through a period of like two years where I had acne and I never did before. So I don't want to take pictures. I was like, I hated it. And all I could obsess about was my skin. But the thing is, we're just increasing stress. We're just trying to overdo everything that we just kind of make the problem a little bit worse. So I would try to find an esthetician in your area that you can work with and, and try to get some instructions on, you know, maybe getting a facial once a month, if you can, or every other month, you know, try to ask them about a regimen, a simple routine that you can, you know, just stick to on a daily basis and just stay consistent because great skin does not happen overnight. Um, that's, that's not realistic either. It takes consistently and doing your routine morning and night. So just be patient and just find someone that you trust that maybe can guide you through the process of what to use and just to take care of your skin. Amazing. Now, what about the the clients who do, who have no blemishes like they they don't they're not acne is not their thing but we're all getting into that age range where it's like oh <laughs> my skin's not as tight as it used to be i don't remember <laughs> these little lines being there what would be like the biggest misconception with that like or your advice so about anti-aging yes is what we want to focus on. okay um well, first, no one can, we can't stop aging. We're going to, we are going to all age. However, we can try to age gracefully. And our goal can definitely be not to look our age as we, you know, get older, hopefully just constantly look a little bit younger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so a tip with that, I mean, wear your sunscreen, try to avoid the triggers of um, premature aging, because that's what you can control. Mm -hmm. So smoking. I wouldn't recommend smoking that can cause a lot of lines around your mouth area and definitely speed up your aging process. Um, I would try to reduce drinking alcohol. That's another mm. big trigger of aging. You can try to train yourself to sleep on your back. 
I'm working on that because oh sleeping on our side definitely can cause more creases like on one side of your face and your chest. So sleeping on your back can definitely help. Um, and make sure you have some type of like antioxidant vitamins, like vitamin C or something called peptides in your routine because that helps reduce those lines. Um, and topically, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so topically have like a serum or something in your routine that does work towards fighting aging. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would also take collagen, the supplement mm. I mentioned. Yeah, it's like the powder. So that's really good. After 25, we start losing collagen. So that's basically why we start noticing wrinkles. So you can kind of fight the clock with some of those. It's so (laughs) young. (laughs) I know. Every year you lose a little bit more and a little bit more. So, Yes. Um, Wow, that was so good. And like, again, with how we talk to ourselves, like that is so important. And I say it with like our hair, I say it with our own mental health, with our relationships, like how you talk to yourself is how, is what you're filling your brain with. You're filling your subconscious mind with either, with whatever's familiar. So your brain's not going to filter out if it's right or wrong or positive or negative or whatever it is. It's just going to be like, okay, we're familiar with this. So if you're constantly like, I'm ugly, I have bad acne, I hate my skin, then you're then your skin's going to be like, okay, she doesn't love me. Like she doesn't take care of me. I like, I'm more stressed. We're stressing out. So now we're going to like, like we're going to cause more acne, more blemishes, more wrinkles, more all the things that we actually don't want. Where if we can like, like, it's funny when I first taught Josh how to do skincare, I'm like, you need to do skincare. And he'd be, (laughs) he'd be washing his face. He'd be like, I am caring for my skin. I am caring for my skin. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And I'm like, yes, you are. You're caring for your skin. You're loving your skin. Like show your skin some love, like show your hair some love, like show your body some love. And it will like, it will reward you. It will thank you. So as stupid as it may feel or like (laughs) sound, you can talk nicely to your skin. Like I am beautiful. I like, I have great skin. I am you know, I am taking care of my skin. I love my skin. I love this, like this body. I love where my soul lives, like yeah. all the things. Uh-huh. And honestly, there's even, there's even studies and it's like, it's proven. In fact, I'm just going to talk on the skincare note of that, um, that clients or people that when they, you know, had a routine that they started, they believed it would work. They told, okay, this is going to work. And they had confidence in it that their skin cleared quicker than someone using things that they're like, Oh, I mean, I'll try it, but it's probably not going to work. Like I'm not saying that has, that definitely has an effect. You can prove yourself right. And it's crazy. And like when you start eating better and drinking more water and you're taking care of yourself, then you're automatically going to have more energy. You're going to feel better. So then like, things are going to start working out for you, right? Like you'll have better days, which will cause less stress. And then you won't be like, then you'll feel more confident in yourself. And all those things come into play. Um, There was this study that I'm, I'm very like, I don't know if I told you about this, but there was a study that this um, Japanese scientist did on water and okay. he took two molecules of water and before they were at their freezing point he talked 
kindly to one molecule and topped negatively to another. And the negative molecule, it actually like, um, like started getting darker, like as it was freezing and it almost like created like a mold where no the positive molecule crystallized into like this beautiful snowflake. And the, the result of this um, experiment was that water feels vibration. It feels energy. It can be, it can change based on the vibration of energy and humans. We are made of water. Like, wow. can I just have like a, like, yeah, no, for real light bulb, right? Like we yeah. are made of water. So if we are constantly like talking negative, then we're literally going to become uglier. That's we amazing. are like decaying ourselves where if we talk more positive, then we are automatically going to like, sh- like have a more beautiful energy will be like, and you can see this with plants. Like yeah. if your plant is in an unhealthy environment, it's going to die. If you're constantly negative, it's going to die. And like, I know when I, um, when I opened my salon, my plants are thriving. They, nice. like, they are growing. Like, uh-huh. And I'm like, it's because of the good energy in here. If we had bad energy in this space, my plants would be dying. And because they're made of, like, we're all made of water. We all, like, feel that energy. Yeah, it's true. It is so true in everything in our lives. I think it definitely plays out. Skin, with your hair, with your, your mental health, you name it. It affects all of us. Hell yeah. Well, okay, Marissa. So if someone wanted to get in touch with you, what is the best way that they could get in touch with you? Um, the best way to get in touch with me, you could DM me on my Instagram, Acne Patients by Marissa. Or if you want to book an appointment, you can go to our uh, website, our office, flawlessbymelissafox.com. And you can book with me there since Marissa wrote it. Awesome. And Marissa, I know that I have referred you to like my sister who's not in town. If someone was out of town, is there any way that they can do like a virtual consult with you? Maybe get like set up on like a little regimen that you would suggest? Do you do that? Yeah, we definitely do that. Um, uh, Also on our web, on the the Flawless by Melissa Fox website, if you go under like shop, you'll see uh, there's option for virtual consultation. And I, I honestly love doing that because you, I definitely can ask people to send me pictures of their skin, what they're using, their concerns, and then we can get on a FaceTime call and just go over, you know, what your goals are and I can customize some steps to help you get there. So absolutely. Amazing, Marissa. You are like the skin angel. Like, I just love you so much. Um, I love you. <laughs> so again, she is Acne Facials by Marissa. And thank you so much, Marissa, for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I just want to just do a little shout out to you first, though. But just so no one knows, Shelby was actually one of my first clients ever. She, um, what we used to work in the same location. So I stumbled into her office uh, one day because I needed a charger. And I noticed that she had really like buff arms. And I was like, girl, you work out. And we instantly became friends. But I'm, I just want to tell you how much I respect and admire you because since I've known you, you're always pushing me to 
do better. Like you've helped me grow in my career as an esthetician and just believe in myself more. And you're always super goal oriented. Like literally Shelby is never lazy. I, every time you, I see her or talk to her, I'm like, so what's new now? Like at our facial clinic. So what are you working on now? And I just really believe that you practice what you preach. And I'm so excited about your um, happy, healthy hairstylist podcast and program so all of you who are thinking about using shelby like for real you need to because she from what i've known you for three years but you're always like a living walking proof of being healthier living better like always having goals she helped me work out a little while and <laughs> i worked out with her which i mean that was really an interesting trial because girls she does not play in the gym she definitely has goals with her <laughs> with her body and she you can tell she definitely takes pride in taking care of her body but anyway not so I can ramble on you for how much I love you on and on but I just really really think that's amazing that you're not just someone here that just wants to give advice that you don't follow like you you definitely walk the walk with your your business with helping you have like coached me a little bit with helping with my Instagram and how to treat that in more into a business so I definitely respect you. So thank you so much for having me on here. You are amazing. And all of you, uh, you are blessed to have Shelby in your life as well. She will help your businesses grow and feel better and look better all around. It's a 360 <laughs> of you. <laughs> thank you so much, Marissa. And as always, if you found value in this podcast, please like and subscribe and share it with anyone on any type of social, social media. Um, you can find me at shelby.betancourt. And as always, you are what you think you are and aspire to inspire. And we'll see you next time.